What is up, everybody? I'm back. Oh, there's music coming. Oh, that was good. Almost copyright infringement. <laughs> no, it was only it was less than a second, which sure. means we're in the clear, John. Very good. Don't you worry. Down the line is back here. Dan Abington, John Leuzzi, Matt Yazel. I missed last week. Uh, I'm sure it was a great show. I, I didn't get to listen I mean, to a ton of it. the best show to exist <laughs> in down the line history. I haven't missed many. In you my, missed a couple last in year. In my career. Did I? Yeah. When? It was like one or two. One or two, like oh, yeah, towards the end of the year. I haven't missed many. That's that's the crucial. That's a, that's a correct statement. Yeah, that's the crucial part of what I said. But yeah, uh, I missed last week. You guys had some fun talking about the MLB and all of our predictions, which look awful. By <laughs> the way, mine very looks poor predictions. John, you strong, got two strong picks disagree. correct. <laughs> two. I'm in the lead right now. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean you did well. Just means you did better. Eyes, well. Considering I'm someone who has yet to win a bracket in down the line, I I, I am very proud of my two yeah. wins. Didn't correct. I won last year's MLB. You did. You so did. I, I've got a dub in there. Yeah. Matt has the NFL predictions. Yeah, and I think Shane had something else. Uh, I don't know that Shane had anything, uh, honestly. John still has zero, so that's why. <laughs> yep. It's always nice to have a few in that column, John. I'll, I'll give right. you that one. Yeah. All right. Well, we're talking uh, NFL Week 5. Then we're previewing week six, and we'll get into the MLB playoffs. Uh, then give our winners and losers. As always, we are at a strict 5 p.m. deadline today, so we got to get out of here because John is busy. Well, Matt and I are busy, and you are too. As uh, big day for Marquette Athletics, Matt and I have the men's basketball open practice at Pfizer, and you have to go uh, look like your pretty self over at Valley Fields. Uh, so true. I know. I, I will indeed look like my pretty self. That's what I, I'm saying. I can guarantee that for. You're gonna be the best, out there, even best if you can't dressed, see me. Uh, best dressed person over there. I, was, uh, I think we're, this is the best dress we've all been for this radio show. That right is now. true. That's, that's Matt's a wearing a polo, guys. B- business casual. Yeah. <laughs> Down the line episode today. <laughs> all right. What do you say we get into NFL Week Five? Let's do it, Matt. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Uh, I didn't really watch a ton this week, which is a little bit mm-hmm. sad, but that's all right. Um, we did very well in predictions as a whole, all of us this week. Um. Matt surprisingly lost. Yeah. Everyone else got 13. Matt had 12. <laughs> yeah, what about time? Those were very loud time. levels. I'm, I'm really sorry. In the sorry, for yeah. Back at all. That one point that you lost on us really, mm-hmm. really let us gain. My Eagles pick though. How about that one? Oh, yeah, that's what that's what got you I back know, in it. I know. All right, let's go game by game. We don't need to go into depth at no. all, but we can we can give a little comment if we want. If we want. Uh, the Rams beat the Seahawks 26-17 on Thursday night. Russell Wilson's hurt. Stafford didn't look great in that game, but the Rams still won. Yeah, they did. And I think Stafford, uh, is it every single game so far, he's had over 300 passing yards. So that's pretty impressive from that standpoint. Uh, they, the Rams got the job done pretty much at the end of the day yep. against a uh, washed-up Geno Smith who came in for Russ. Yeah, your boy Robert Woods finally got involved. I was going to say that. Saying. Yeah, it was his first week that he. But so did Cooper Cup, still balling out. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fantasy MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Sunday. The Jets beat the Falcons in London, or no? Yes. The Falcons beat the Correct. Jets in London. Yeah. Falcons beat the Jets. I yes. said it the opposite way. Oh. Uh, Matt Ryan threw for 342 yards. Uh, that was kind of a snooze fest, mostly because it was at 8:30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't watching. I didn't pay any attention. Uh. The Packers beat the Bengals in what was one of the worst kicking performances 
I think ever. <laughs> it was 25-22 in overtime, but Mason Crosby and whatever his name, McPherson or yeah, McPherson. Yeah, they they shared missed field goals over and over and over and over and over before Mason Crosby finally hits one to win the game. Uh, McPherson thought he had made one, and then it went <laughs> wide left, and that was kind of funny. I don't know. It, it wasn't really. I was really rooting for the Bengals, even though I had the Packers because I like the Bengals and I like Joe Burrow. Bad clock management by Zach Taylor. In my mind, they should have given Burrow a bit more mm-hmm. opportunities. But the Packers come away with the win. Uh, yeah, Moneybags Mason Crosby was far from I that. You can't call um, him that. It's okay. You can, he can have a bad game. He can't have another bad game. Uh, but he, he can have that. Um, he's come through for us too many times to not be able to have that. Um, I I think the Bengals, like, I think the Bengals showed some good stuff this week. I, I, I was expecting us, I was expecting it to be a decent game, but, you know, we'd probably pull away late. Um, but I, I think the Bengals showed some toughness and showed that they're, I, I, I'm not going to say for real, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I, I think they're a talented team. Um our top guys played relatively well. Our trio of Rogers, Jones, Devontae had an incredible game. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't have a whole lot else to say. If Crosby plays that poorly again, then we can start talking about whatever else. What, Everyone, what were your dad's thoughts on the poor special team? <laughs> my, my father was not pleased. Uh, he's Mason Crosby's biggest fan, but and our punter, but Horquez is his biggest fan. Um, <laughs> was not pleased, but. It's okay. He'll bounce back, I believe. All right. Uh, in more NFC North news, Minnesota beat Detroit 19-17. The Lions lose by a, a last-second field goal once again. Uh, Alexander Oof. Madison rushed for a lot of yards without Dalvin Cook in the game. Uh, neither of these teams are good, so I don't really care. Yeah. I completely agree, Dan. Great. Great statement. All right. Uh, As Matt said, I— uh, Detroit stands for disappointment. The D in Detroit. The D in disappointment. Because <laughs> Detroit doesn't stand for anything. That's the full city name. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Steelers kind of got back on on the horse and beat the Broncos twenty seven nineteen. Back uh, on the horse. In a way, they got a win. Well, they played the well, Broncos. They played the Broncos. Was, oh, was I great. didn't even mean to do it was, that. It was a great job. Oh, you're welcome, <laughs> world. Um, what's his name? Juju is now out for the year. Yeah. Uh, Claypool had a good day. One hundred and thirty. Receiving yards. He's finally back um, in it. Big Ben is still not good, but they won regardless. Yeah, 15 for 25, 253 yards, two touchdowns for Big Ben. And if I can see correctly, because I took my glasses off, because my glasses are fogging up Me in this too. mask. Um, that's 24 for 38 uh, for Teddy Two Gloves. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey. Tam- Tampa Bay trounced the Dolphins <laughs> 45-17. Tom Brady threw for over 400 yards. The Dolphins are just bad, and the Buccaneers are good. Uh, Correct. They will be beat tonight. Oh. The Saints beat Washington. Uh, Jameis had a pretty good day, 33-22. I don't really think Washington is that a lot good. Of, a lot of people had some decent expectations. Yeah. For Washington this year, and they just haven't met them. I never had any expectations. I think that's because of Fitzpatrick, and obviously he's not playing because he's injured. Yeah, but I think the defense was what was really the hallmark. Oh, for sure, for sure. They've been a bit of a letdown. So, Uh, The Eagles picked up a win over Carolina, 21-18. John was a lone pick for the Eagles. Hurts almost threw for 200 yards. 
Uh, no Eagles rushing attack again outside of Hurts. Devontae Smith caught over 75. Uh, I mean, it wasn't looking was pretty in that first half at no, all. No, it was and it was an it was ugly an ugly game. game. Terrible. But I think you have to give credit where credit's due, and Jalen Hurts didn't put himself out of the game. He kept on fighting, and I think this was a big stepping stone for him and Sirianni when you talk about trust and just fighting back through adversity. And it was a big win on the road against what was it? What was starting to be a very good Carolina Panthers team early on in the season. Now they have a couple of losses. Um, they obviously don't have uh, – Yeah, no McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Darnold's come back down yeah. to earth. It's But it's a big win to defense. Uh, Darius Slay, big play Slay, two interceptions as well. So, I mean, this Eagles team, they're gritty. Uh, they give a lot of pain um, to watch. Um, <laughs> so, there's that. They're, they're hard they team give a lot of pain they as do. In to their fans. Yeah, I, I <laughs> Not thought, on the field. I thought you meant to other teams. Yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Other teams have field days against yeah, the Eagles. most of the time. Yeah, three picks for yeah. Sammy. Not great. Yeah, two from Slay and one from Big Steve, mm. Steven Nelson. So that that was good. Uh, I don't think that it wasn't a monumental win for the oh, Eagles for in sure any not. way, but it's a win. Yeah. And even with that win, they still have four, five, and ten right now in the draft. Those are the three picks that the Eagles Looks fantastic. currently own. Uh, final game of that early afternoon, Tennessee beat Jacksonville 37-19. The, Jang- the Jaguars, Jaguars, good. Uh, they are now 0-5. Trevor Lawrence threw for over 270 yards, but I don't, I can't find any interest <laughs> in the Jaguars whatsoever. Yeah, they're just I mean, so bad. I mean, they always have been. I don't. I can't. Urban. Uh, hot seat. Hot. I don't know. I mean, you're talking about like a rebuild and everything. Something I, tells I only me think with the, the other is, stuff going on too. Yeah, I only well, think that the seat is hot because the USC job is open, and yeah, and yeah. all of the and Los An- Las Vegas now. Oh uh, yeah, but I don't think. Why would you? If they go from him to Meyer, that'd be gross. Yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah, I mean, but USC, all yeah. all the off off field stuff for Urban yeah. Meyer is really why he's on the hot something seat. tells me that there's something in his contract where he can't be canned. Even, uh, after year one, even I don't think he'll something. be canned. I think he's going to leave voluntarily. Really? If that USC job comes, I mean, for him, uh, if they keep losing like this, it's possible in my mind. That's a good point. That's a good point. No Dougie P out in USC. No. Okay. Oh, I forgot. Uh, New England beat the Texans. That was also in uh, one o'clock time slot. The Texans were about to beat New England, and then I think. Late in that fourth quarter, the Patriots came back or something. Yeah, I didn't care about that game. At I all. didn't either. I just I don't like Mac Jones. I don't like Davis Mills. I'm I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Two rookie quarterbacks True. that are not Ian Book. That's all that I see. Oof. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move to four o'clock, where there were some more. Well, I guess my most interesting game of the week, but we'll get there. Um, the Bears beat the Raiders twenty to nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a terrible game from the Raiders offensively. Yeah. yeah. And they gave up 20 points to the Bears offense. Yeah. That is that's tough to do. So Derek Carr was still the highest passing player in this game of despite course. his team only scoring 9 points. Um I don't know. I I can't believe in the Bears. Their defense is ridiculously good, but without David Montgomery, 
Allen Robinson has been non-existent. Yeah. Justin Fields, I mean, they're not designing plays for him still. So I, I have no faith there, but they picked up a win, and that's really all that matters that week. Mooney led them with 35 receiving yards. <laughs> no, that's impressive. That's a, that's a great day. Oh, my goodness. Hunter Renfro led everybody with 56. Yikes. That's, that's a day. Yikes. All yeah. right. Uh, NFC East matchup. Dallas beat the Giants 44-20. to Slaughter. Dak threw for over 300 yards. Uh, Kadarius Toney had a breakout game for the Giants. 189 receiving yards. Uh, Zeke finally looked like himself for the Cowboys. Uh they they're pretty scary mm-hmm. right now. I I've seen a lot of people, Stephen A. Smith, namely saying they're the second best team in the league. I highly disagree with that, but they look like they're going to run away with the NFC East at this point. Hmm. Probably John. with the NFC East, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they trounced us and the Giants early on in the season. Early on, early on. It's like two weeks ago. It's week three, still early on in the season. <sighs> okay. Um, no, I, I think the Cowboys are going to cruise in that division, and I, I think they're. I, I don't know about them, like you know, being a Super Bowl team or whatever, but I think they'll be there, okay. in in the playoffs. I, I think they'll be a threat. Yeah, I agree. Their defense is looking good too. Trayvon Diggs has been very impressive. Younger brother of Stephon. Yeah. But the less less cool name. I don't like Trayvon as much as Stephon. Okay. Agreed. All right. Uh, San Francisco lost to the Cardinals 17-10. This was an ugly, ugly game. Kyler threw for almost 240 yards. Not a great day on the fantasy team. Yeah, but his team remained undefeated. They're they're 5-0, and and they beat a uh, divisional foe, so that's big. But they didn't look good. No. Um, and uh, did Trey Lance play this entire game? Yeah, Jimmy, yeah. Okay. Jimmy G was or, – Jimmy G got hurt in the first quarter, maybe. Okay, I was going to say. It looks Something like, like that. Put up a lot of stats. Uh, he Lance also led the Niners in rushing, which yeah. is interesting. Um, but, you know, for Arizona, it's all you got to do right now. You got to keep winning um, to stave off the Rams, who also keep winning. And any, you know, it doesn't have to be pretty every week right now, early in the season. So that's all that matters. And I, mean, I still think they're a pretty good team. Um, I think they're going to be Agreed. scary. But – um. Yeah, I mean, you can't, he's not going to go off every week, Kyler Murray. I, I just it, the Niners are still a good team despite their record and despite that they will probably finish. Well, we'll see with the Seahawks. They might finish last place in that division just because of how good it is. Yeah. Um, they're still a pretty good team. Um, so yeah, but I, I still like the Cardinals. And my favorite game of the weekend, the final <laughs> afternoon game, the Chargers beat the Browns forty-seven forty-two. Herbert throws for almost 400 yards. Mike Williams mm-hmm. has a day. Austin Eckler has a great day at the end of the game for fantasy mm-hmm. players. Uh, I'm all in on the Chargers right now. Yeah. Every, everything about them, they gave up a lot of points in this game, mind you. But the Browns' offense is like number one in success rate or something I saw. Uh, pretty crazy stat about that. The Browns are no no slouch. And this was a shootout game, uh, even with all the kicks that were missed. Um, mainly by Viscano. Is that how you pronounce his name? The Chargers kicker? Viscano, something like that. Yeah, he missed multiple extra points, and they still scored uh, 47 points. I really like Chargers. Uh, Herbert is -hmm. looking like the real deal, and I think that they're far and away one of the top teams in the entire league. I think they're – obviously we're going to talk about it in a quick second from now, but 
the Chargers are becoming that favorite now in the NF- AFC West uh, with, with the Chiefs in that division as well. But this is a team that we talked about a lot last year, Matt, uh, with Herbert just showing more confidence, finding those plays. And by no means, Dan, 42 points obviously is a lot of points given up, but you're going against, like you said, one of the, the better teams in the NFL. And this might have been a glimpse of what we can see in the playoff time, which is exciting to me um, because – Two young quarterbacks, maybe Baker's not young, but two um, in the in the grand scheme still, of things, yeah. still two young, uh, experienced head coaches as well, um, going at it. Uh, yeah, I, I like this Chargers team a lot. They've always had this kind of talent. It just took, uh, you know, Herbert coming in, and then, yeah. like you said, kind of gaining that trust. Uh, love Eckler as you mentioned for fantasy purposes. Um. And for the Browns, yeah, I mean, they lost at Kansas City week one in a back-and-forth game, and now they lost at the Chargers. So those are their only two losses. So I think the Browns are definitely um, a legit threat playoff-wise. And, yeah, I'll definitely be watching this Chargers team for the rest of the year. A lot of bad – Chargers are kind of like – it just a lot of like bad stuff happens to them. They often lose games because of missed kicks, like you mentioned, and a bunch of other wild stuff. And, and their quarterbacks <laughs> can't play in the game because yeah. their rib was punctured by yeah. a needle. Yeah. So their, their fans have been through some painful seasons. Um, I would like to see them make the play. It's way too early in the season to just say, oh, they're going to win this division over yeah. Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've played each other yet. Um, but they're certainly a team to watch for sure. And the final game on Sunday was a matchup between what people thought would be the two top teams in the AFC, the Bills and the Chiefs, and Josh Allen and the Bills came out with a big dub, 38-20. to Allen threw for 315 yards. Patrick Mahomes led all players in rushing with 61 yards, which is pretty crazy. Um, but Josh Allen looked every bit of the MVP in that game. Um, the Chiefs looked a little vulnerable. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire now hurt. He'll be out for an undisclosed amount of time. But, Matt, your Bills. Big dub. Bills Mafia. Yeah, right. um, I Look, I, I know the Chargers hype train is going, but I, I'm going to say the Bills have taken over as the new favorite in the yeah. AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I think this game certainly meant a lot to them after you know losing at Arrowhead last year in the AFC Championship game uh, to go there and to – do this to them. I, it's. I think they. This was a statement game for them. And look, the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are the bigger story, though. Honestly, just because their defense is just bad right now. Um, the the running game is bad without Edwards Hilaire. Um, and Mahomes is just turning the ball over a lot more than we're yep. used to seeing from him. So I, I just think the story from this game is that the Bills are the new favorite in the AFC. John, nothing bad. All right. Uh, and then Monday, two more AFC teams. Uh, it was the Colts and the Ravens. The Colts had this game for, for quite a bit of time. And then finally the Ravens kicked it into high gear, and Mark Andrews catches almost 150 yards. Mm-hmm. He and Lamar each have 40 points for their fantasy teams. This goes into overtime. The Ravens win kind of anticlimactically. It wasn't like a a hype overtime. Yeah. It was just kind of like, oh, the Ravens win. They continued how they were playing earlier. So – that was kind of strange, but I like the Ravens. I think Lamar has been pretty good. He threw for over 440 yards, so that kind of defeats the uh, the whole Lamar can't throw thing. Um, 
the Colts aren't good. I'm glad that they lost because I like when the Colts lose. That increases the Eagles' chances of getting a higher pick. Uh, but I was more surprised that the Ravens were down in the first place in this game. Yeah, uh, well, my boy JT was going off, Dan. That's why they were down. Ah, right, right. Great game. Wentz Probably the best game of his career so far, so I'm happy about that. And, yeah, a lot of garbage time points for uh, Matt's fantasy team with Lamar and Mark mm-hmm. Andrews. Um, but I'll say Lamar, I think Lamar's been great. I, I think if Lamar is having, like, an average season right now, the Ravens probably are maybe two and three or three and three and two, whatever. I, I can't count. Um, but I, I don't think the Ravens are four and one if Lamar isn't playing as well as he is. He's had a, a few turnover issues here and there. I think he fumbled in this game. Uh, but I, I think Lamar could certainly find his – I don't like talking about MVP this early on, but I think he could certainly find his way into that conversation if he continues to play this well and to kind of will them to wins. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. John, anything else? I mean, at the end, you, you kind of saw that the better team ended up winning and they had more of an offensive identity. It did take a little bit of a while. I think the defense for the Colts uh, – brought some shock to the Ravens in that first half. And then from there on, the Ravens did what the Ravens did. And for me, it's it's enjoyable seeing Carson Wentz lose again. It just is. Mm, mm, certainly is. I, I would agree with that. All right. We've got five minutes to go through our predictions. Oh, boy. For this week. We can easily do that. Five yes, minutes? Can. I mean, yep. we got through NFL in each Stop minutes. it. There are <laughs> only two of you. All right. Thursday night, tonight, Buccaneers, Eagles, uh, I've got the Buccaneers, but I think the Eagles could cover uh, the six-and-a-half-point spread. I got my birds. Uh, let's go two for two with the upset. Buccaneers. Sunday, Dolphins, Jaguars. I've got the Dolphins. I think the Jaguars are horrific, and I don't think they will win a game, even in London. I have the Jaguars getting their first win, and it's going to come on international waters, and Urban Meyer will not be allowed to leave the, st- the country of London for Jags fans because they're going to win country. a game. Country. Country. John. Uh, it's yeah. a city. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that's a bad England. Shoot. Not a history the United, person. The United Kingdom. So, sorry, everyone. Sorry. Did Jaguars. you say not a history person? Yeah. <laughs> not a geography person. Oh, geography, goodness, history, John. whatever you want to call it. Sorry, Mom. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, the Jaguars are uh, London's team. So, yeah, I'm, pick- <laughs> I'm picking the Jags. Chiefs versus Washington. Uh, the Chiefs steamroll them. Yeah, we got the Chiefs here. I don't know about steamroll. But I'm, I'm going to say the Chiefs. Rams versus Giants. I've got the Rams in a surprisingly closer game. I don't know if Daniel Jones is going to play, but Stafford is still playing with an injured finger. So Okay. I got the Rams winning this one. I don't think Jones is back yet. They might have Galladay back, but I don't know about Jones. Rams. Texans versus Colts. Uh, Davis Mills is still playing, I think, so Colts. I got the Colts uh, winning this one. Uh, yeah, Colts. Bengals versus Lions. I think this will be a close game, but I've got Joey, Joey Burrow and Jamar Chase coming out with the win. DeAndre Swift has a huge game, though. Sorry, Dre. i got to go against you on this one. Go Bengals. Uh, Bengals. A huge game for NFC North supremacy. Packers versus Bears. Oof. Uh, Matt, this is the one time you'll hear me say this on the show. Go Pack Go. boy. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Bears suck. Everything. Bear suck. Yep, there we go. Nothing enjoyable at Chicago. Yeah, it's hard to root for them right now. Yeah. I don't really like the Packers ever, but I think they're going to win this week. Chargers versus the Ravens. I really like this game. Uh, It's one of 
the ones that I'll definitely be watching that day. I've got the Chargers in a really close one. I think this will be a shootout again because I don't think either team's defense is that good. Uh, but I think Herbert gets like a last-second drive, and they win it. I got the Chargers winning this one as well. Yeah, I agree, Dan. I, I think it'll be back and forth. Great game, a lot of offense, uh, but I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. Vikings, Panthers, Panthers. Panthers because Vikings are gross. Panthers. Vikings suck. Cardinals versus Browns. This is a huge game. Uh, the Browns are better than their 3-2 and two record, and I think the Cardinals will finally stumble and lose a game. So, Browns. I have the Cardinals winning on the road here to stay undefeated, and I don't think it's going to be an easy game by no means. It might come down to the very end, but I have Kyler winning this one. I'm going to go with the Browns at home. I think they need to finally come through and win one of these games against one of the better teams, so I'm going to go with Baker. Raiders versus the Broncos. I have the Broncos winning this game because I think the Raiders are going to be too discombobulated Mm. without their head coach. That's a good point there. I didn't put into real consideration. Um, but I'm going <laughs> to stay with the Raiders here. I think Derek Carr is picks up at the leader who he is and leads them to a victory in a very challenging and uh, uncertain time right now. Yeah, I, I kind of hate this game uh, for a lot of reasons, but I, I'm going to just stick with the Raiders. Uh, Black City coming up in the next game. Cowboys versus Patriots. Gross, <laughs> gross, gross. I've got the Cowboys winning this game, as ugly as that is to say. As disappointing as it is to all of Philadelphia, Cowboys. Cowboys are just a better team, in my opinion. So, yeah, Cowboys. Disgusting Sunday night game. Seahawks, Steelers. Seahawks are not having Russell Wilson. Geno Smith against Ben Roethlisberger. What? That is gross. Uh, I've got the Steelers because I don't think Geno Smith can do enough. I don't think Geno can even throw for more than 10 yards, and it's going to be a Steelers win here. You better figure out how to do that to get the ball to DK, but uh, I'm going to say Steelers. And Tyler Lockett, please. Yeah. More so DK. Monday night, Bills, Titans. Titans are not as good as they were last year. I think Derrick Henry is going to run circles around uh, the Bills' defense in this game, but it'll be a Bills W. Bills is Mafia. I I think this could be a good game, especially at home in Tennessee, but you're right, the Titans haven't been very impressive this year, and the Bills have, so I'm going to go with Bills Mafia. Tannehill has stunk. Yeah. Terrible. After them paying him. Yeah. Uh, Teams on bye this week, first bye week, it's the Falcons, Jets, Saints, and 49ers. Uh, None of those are really teams that I wanted to see play anyway. So, great. John, we finished before 4.30. Congratulations. And like at 4.30, but, you know. Uh, shh. I, I, don't worry, Matt. No I can see to the that. time, even though I have no glasses on. All right. Major League <laughs> you, Baseball you got time. operation going on over here with your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm putting the fog wipes on it. I forgot I had these. Are we ready for Major League Baseball now, John? Best sport there is. All right. Well, we are almost fully through the divisional series. Uh, game five tonight of the Giants versus Dodgers. That's the only one remaining. We have three team set for the championship series uh and it's pretty ugly for all of our brackets um if the dodgers uh lose tonight then john is the only person who correctly predicted one team in the ds uh so that's terrible bad work bad work by us um however if the dodgers win it all this guy wins yeah big big papa dan yeah boo so Matt can't win. Nope. Mark 
Can't either. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. I think? No. No. He can't. no, Mark can't win. All right. Great. So let's talk about the AL first, since that's what we normally do. That Wait, right? actually, Mark might be able to. Yeah, that's what I think there's he has, a. He has two wins in the wild card round. Yeah, there's an out. He added them after we. Yeah, made Mark our got picks. a little lucky on that one. Well, Mark's not here, so it yeah. doesn't matter. Um, all right, let's talk about the AL first. Uh, we'll, talk, we'll talk. We, we want to go 1 4 or 2 3 first? What, what's let's the, go uh, 2 3 because that was the more disappointing, I think. All right. Uh, the 2 3 matchup was the Houston Astros and the Chicago White Sox, and the uh, Southside Sox, unfortunately, were really poor in this series. Yep. Uh, they got beat 3 to 1. It went 6 to 1, Astros win. 9 to 4, Astros win. 12-6, White Sox win game three, mm-hmm. and then 10-1, the Astros win. Very poor pitching from both teams in this series. A lot of offense, and this was about as disappointing a series as you could have possibly seen in a nightmare if you're a White Sox fan. For sure, and I think this what we said it the other day. For the second straight year, this White Sox team who went into the playoffs with high expectations, with high odds of making it far, with really good talent – they ended up getting upset uh, right away. Now, obviously, not they weren't traditionally upset just because they were the three seed going against the two seed, but in hypothetical standpoint, that is. And outside of that game three, this team had no offense. And in playoff baseball, you have to be able to pitch and you have to be able to hit. You're not going to be able to get far in a game, especially a tight game where we saw we've seen in other matchups already this playoffs. You're not going to get anywhere if you score one run, and especially if you give up five runs in the first inning. Just not going to be able to happen. Yeah, I was going to say, Dan, I disagree with your with that. Both teams pitched bad. The Astros pitched pretty well outside of Game Three. Yeah. Uh, I mean, McCullers was great in mm-hmm. Game One and uh, Game Four, which obviously was a little convenient for them, getting it pushed back a day so that he could go um, and pitch well. But, um, look, the Astros, we talked about it coming into it. The Astros' lineup is scary, and I think it was even scarier than we thought. Um, The the White Sox pitching just didn't show up. I mean, none of their, you know, their rotation was pretty good throughout the year. The only one that was, I guess, somewhat decent was Giolito. But even, like, Lynn Giolito, Rodon was hurt and had a short start. Yeah. but they just didn't show up at all, mm-hmm. um, and that's uh, that's really what killed them. Um, but none of uh, – the White Sox were a, a pretty well-rounded team, I thought, going into, I mean, this season and the mm-hmm. playoffs. Um, but they just didn't show up, um, mostly on the pitching side and then on the offensive side as well. So, yeah, it's disappointing. I, I I thought coming into the year and coming into the playoffs was a team that could make the World Series, but they just it just didn't show up. And the Astros, I think, are scary. Yeah, I I think they can. I think they are scary. It's going to be a tough series coming up. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. But as much as I hate the Astros, they seem to be right in that conversation year in and year out. Dusty Baker. I think is one of the more underrated and undervalued managers in the game of baseball, and he came into a really tough situation down there in Houston after uh, with all the scandals and all, and he's brought them back to this level. And we'll see if they can continue. But for right now, they they look like a scary team, and they could win another title. 
hopefully this core is being broken up soon. I There's think a lot of rumors summer, about this, people, this off season, people leaving, and I've seen that multiple people are either future Cubs or future Phillies or future – I've seen a lot of I mean, those. I'm loving the Phillies people. I said, I'm hearing Correa. You, you want a cheater on your team, John? No, but they have mm. the, they're going to pay Correa the money. The Phillies will? I think so. Oh, I don't think they will. They're too cheap. All right. Corey Seager. Let's talk about the other game in the American League, or not other game, other series. Yeah. Uh, it was the number one seed in Tampa Bay Rays against the number four Boston Red Sox. Um, the Rays won the first game 5 nothing, and it looked like they were going to cruise their oh, way yeah. into the ALCS. But the Red Sox won 14-6, 6-4 in 13 innings, and then 6-5 on a walk-off in game four. And uh, – this was kind of a strange series to watch mm-hmm. uh, with the Kiermaier ground rule double happening, and there were just a lot of odd things that, yeah. that went on, mostly at Fenway mm-hmm. in this series. Um, and when it looked like the Rays were easily going to move along, the Red Sox just came back and stole the momentum. I mean, after when they clinched, they had Alex Cora on the post game, and he was saying that, Nobody's given this team a chance, or this nobody has really bought into this team. And this team showed a lot of fight. It, it looked like a traditional Red Sox team, and as ugly that is for me to say, it it is true. And I think you guys you guys might be able to agree with this. It kind of gives you glimpses of that 2017 Red Sox team, where there wasn't a lot of flashy names, but some guys were able to step up. One of those, for some odd reason, was Nick Pavetta. And I, as as much as I can talk bad about Pavetta because he wasn't good with the Phillies, he has really changed his career around. He came in a big situation in that thirteen was it thirteen or fourteen innings. That game three. Uh, how? I don't know. Well, extra that. Oh, extra oh, thirteen inning, innings. That extra 13, inning game. Sorry. He came in out of the bullpen and. Within a span of 72 hours, I think he threw 140 pitches. So yeah. that is the kind of mentality you need. The 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 hit the bats came up. Verdugo, uh, Devers, Bogarts came through, and I, that's what it's going to get the job done. And I think this team is a lot dangerous. is is pretty dangerous to the extent. And roll socks. I got that right. What's what's the catcher's name? Who uh, Christian Vasquez? Christian Vasquez. Yeah. That was walk, a moonshot. Walk off homer. Absolute moonshot. Um. It, well, and their best hitter has been Kike Hernandez. Yeah. He's been yeah. Just, he's on fire. Well, he was five for five in that one game, and you know J D Martinez as well. well yeah. Uh, not, no, he he played. He's played, but like not as a big factor. I oh, guess yeah. like I'm saying. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah. Kike has been incredible. I I just think for the for the Red Sox to come back from losing five to nothing to just smacking the Rays 14 to 6 in game 2 after like falling they fell behind early on in that game mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> excuse me um Ooh. they yeah fell behind 14 to 6 or they won 14 to 6 uh, i think that was just a big turning point going yeah. back to boston to win like that in tampa um and i think it, it was a fun series back and forth um you know neither of the pitching staffs were completely shut down it was good uh, good offensive teams going back and forth. And um, I, I think, you know, I, I didn't love the Red Sox as a team going into these playoffs, but, and, and I don't know, I, I still don't. I, I think they're fun offensively. They got a good lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I think the Astros are going to score a lot of runs against their pitching staff still. Definitely. I'm not going to lie. Um, but for them to at least tame the Rays' good offense enough to win this series says something for sure. So it's good series overall by the Red Sox and disappointing for Tampa. I keep seeing on Twitter, you know, the future is bright for the Rays. The future has been bright for the Rays for the last five years yeah. or whatever. I, I think their fans are tired of hearing that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they got good prospects. They got a lot of young players. So, yes, they'll they'll be right back. Tyler Sexy coming back from injury. That is true. <laughs> but I think to the point I remember when we were talking about it last week, man, when we were going through our picks, and one of the reasons why I said I think the Red Sox mm-hmm. are going to come out was because the – the Rays were throwing a lot of rookie starters to begin the games. Yeah. And obviously I didn't even recognize their I didn't McClanahan either. and Mc, Shane Mc, yeah. Baz, was that? Yeah, that was they the were one both too. top hundred yeah. prospects. Yeah. McClanahan was fantastic. He was fantastic in game one. And then in game four, they brought him out of the bullpen in a very odd situation. And he gave up all those runs that ended up being I, the I'm the really difference. shocked that Kevin Cash uh, uh, I know. put his pitcher in a weird situation. That I never mean, happened before. <laughs> after they took out Colin McHugh who was dealing uh, nine, two, three innings, 19 pitchers or something like that, and they brought him in the fourth, and that's when the Red Sox scored all their runs. So that ended up being, I think, the thing that came to cost them. Their bullpen wasn't really great as, as it's been in the past as well. Yeah. And th- this year in general, they just didn't have as well-established as a rotation. Yeah. They didn't have uh, – and, you know, I, I don't think Kevin Cash minds that at all, to your point. I think he kind of likes the – do whatever the heck he wants yeah, with his pitchers yeah, kind of thing. Sure. But he didn't have, like, Blake Snell game one, Tyler Glass now game two. You know, Charlie put him Moore in. Charlie in Moore, three. Yeah, yeah, Charlie Moore in game three. Um, he, he didn't have that this year. But it, it's not like, he, it, you know, those young pitchers are very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to be very good. But, yeah, overall just disappointing series for the Rays. Yeah. I would like to start the, uh, <clears throat> the movement of move the Rays back to Montreal. I would agree with that. Matt, you have I don't. Oh. Move them to Vegas. Uh, I, I would like the Montreal Expos back in it. That'd be fun. We can have a deeper conversation about that some other day, but I, I disagree with that. Hmm. Uh, I do have one quick question. That we, I mean, it's a huge topic, but what are your thoughts on the whole uh, Kiermaier ground rule double thing that happened? I, I think it's really terrible that that happened. I mean, by rule, they, they went by rule. It was obviously weird in that situation and how it ended up bouncing off of Renfro's knee or whatnot into the beat of ground roll double. I mean, it can go it's either way, lame. I think. I it, think it should be up to the umpire's discretion of Yeah, but there's no the discretion in, by the rule. I know, but I think the rule should be changed okay. to if they play it out, then I feel like they should be able to place them. Like it also was weird with where the runners were. Uh, who was who was about to score? Diaz. Yeah, he was so close to scoring, and they're like, "Now nah, you have to go back to third. Yeah, and it, I think it should depend on where they are at the time instead of just, "All right, you're going to go up two bases from where you started." Yeah, I, I think the rule could certainly be changed. Un- unfortunately, that it's just they did it correctly based on what it is now. Yeah. But it, it sucks. It, it was lame. It, it would have been easily a triple for Kiermaier and easily a run to put them up. Um, so it, it sucks for the Rays, but they they did it right, unfortunately, yeah. for how it is now. All right, so to the National League we go. Uh, oh, there's one there's one here. series still going on, so we'll start with uh, the one that's finished, and yeah. that happens to involve the hometown Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, who lost in four games to the Atlanta Braves. Boo Braves! Uh, the first game 
2-1 Brewers win. Second game, 3-0 Braves win. Third game, also a 3-0 Braves win. And game four, a 5-4 Braves win. I mean, the Brewers' bats were not good in games no. one through three. Rowdy Telez's home run was really the only thing that happened in game one. Mm-hmm. Then you put up four runs in game four. But where was the offense outside of Telez's home run in game one and then two and three? Well, in game four, he had another home run. So outside of that player, who else? And obviously you're going to be pulling. And, Matt, you're going to be talking. You can talk more into this. No Christian Yelich. No Willie Adamas, two of your big bats throughout the entire season. Um, and the pitching well, could only get you so far unless you have some offense going. Uh, and it's more pressure on a pitcher that to pitch in a deficit than with a lead. And it's disappointing because this team was so talented and probably one of the best teams in recent years. Um, well, I'll say Willie was actually not as bad as some of the other yeah. guys in our offense. Uh but everybody was bad. There was nobody that was good. I, I guess you could say Rowdy was. But outside of those two, I mean, there were still some spots where he needed to come up. First inning in game four, we had two yeah. on, nobody out, and couldn't score. Uh, so many situations where we had multiple guys on with less than one out and couldn't score. Um, I am most disappointed in Christian Yelich, Colton Wong, and Avi Garcia. Uh, three guys. Colton Wong was huge for us at the top. The first time we've had a legit leadoff hitter that was producing well in years, um, and he just disappeared this series. Uh, Avi Garcia, probably our most consistent hitter all year in the cleanup or five-hole spot, disappeared this series, and just and obviously Yelich was not very good. It was bad. Um, it just but throughout the lineup, just so many strikeouts, just not even giving themselves a chance at all, um, and. It's just disappointing. I mean, Corbin fought through a tough start in game one and finished with six shutout. Bullpen was great. It looked like, you know, that was going to be the trend throughout the series. Woody, you know, they got him a couple times, but he was still good. Freddie was fantastic until he had to get pulled for us to have a chance to score, and then we didn't even score. (laughs) That was probably the most frustrating part of the series right there is when I was sitting in class watching Freddie, who just – spun four incredible innings get pulled <clears throat> and we're trying to score Vogi grounds out or whatever and then we don't score we end up not scoring at all in that game and jock peterson hits another pinch hit bomb yeah um it, it and it just sucks um I, I thought game four they had a great chance to win and they, you know they find the bats finally woke up I mean, look, in terms of how it ended, credit to Freddie Freeman. I mean, Josh Hader, it was a bad pitch by Hader, but, you know, credit to him. Freddie's a great player, and that that's just what happens when you make a bad pitch to a guy like that in that spot. But th- this is absolutely just because of the lack of offense, and it's incredibly disappointing with how good this pitching staff was. Now, do you disagree, obviously – you went into the playoffs in a tough situation with no Williams. Do you disagree with bringing in Hader in the eighth? Um, I was surprised. I don't know if I disagree with it. Okay. I, I mean, I think, like, the fact that Freeman was coming up in that inning mm-hmm. was like, hey, you want Hader to face him because yeah. he's a lefty. Um, I thought it was interesting for sure. I, I, I don't know if I disagree with it. I, I think, obviously, that would have been Devin and – had he been healthy 
but I think the people saying, oh, like, because Devin wasn't there, that's why we <laughs> lost. Like, that, that's, I don't care about that. And, I mean, look, it's the playoffs. you got to be ready no matter what. Hater was fresh after not pitching in the previous two games. So, I, I didn't mind that decision. Okay. Anything else, John? No. Yeah, I didn't. Whoa. Whoa. What was that? Uh, I didn't watch any of that series, so I don't have a ton to say. Um, but I'm I'm just sad that the Braves are moving on. Yeah. If they weren't in my division, I would probably enjoy rooting for the Braves because Freddie Freeman is such a likable guy. Won't be a Brave next year. I think he's a Brave for life. I, I do as well. They love him. Love him. And the scariest thing, Acuna is not even on this team right now. And that is They're very in true. the NLCS, so that's that's very scary. Um, but the series that's still going on right now, the battle for California, it's the Giants and the Dodgers. They're going into game five tonight. Mm-hmm. The Giants won games one and three. Dodgers have taken two and four. Uh, and tonight is a huge game. What's the name of the kid that's pitching? Uh, Logan Webb. Webb, yeah, that's a yeah. Logan Webb uh, blanked the Dodgers in game one, a 4 nothing win for the Giants. Uh, if he can do that again then it is certainly a good omen for the Giants. <laughs> but this Dodgers lineup is kind of hard to beat twice, especially mm-hmm. in the span of five games. Yeah. Um, I, I and Well, I think the thing to talk about in this game is, you know, what the Dodgers are doing pitching-wise. Right. I was going to mention that, um, yeah. Pitching. Knable, uh, uh, I think Arias is going to be in the game, or I, I assume he's going to – like, yeah. he's not getting pulled because of injury or whatever. I was I was um, saying to John, yeah. I think Knable will probably throw two innings. They'll see how he's doing. If he's, Maybe. If he's, pitching, <laughs> if he's pitching really well, then they could keep him in. But if, he, if he's struggling after one, they could easily pull him and Urias if Kna- pitches uh, six innings. If Knable's pitching in the – I'll, I'll surprise. I'll be surprised if he lasts more than one. To be honest with you, well, I think uh, it's yeah. a, I think it's an opener kind of game, and that way you can save that first inning on the pitch count for Urias and go from two to eight, maybe two to nine, and then go right to Jensen. Yeah, I just think that's how, it's a smart tactic, and I didn't really think about it too much when I first saw it. It's like I thought Urias was going to start because it was announced on the last mm-hmm. broadcast, but it's it's a smart tactic that's been used in the playoffs. And it's kind of where if you're a pitcher, you're going to have to be ready to come in no matter what situation yeah. and, and we're in the game. The good thing for the Dodgers is they have about nine closers in their bullpen. Yeah. So they yeah. can afford to put Knable in oh, there yeah. as an opener. Urias can throw, even if he doesn't have his best day, and he goes six innings, mm-hmm. then you still have three very good players yeah. that can come out of the pen. And if you go into extras, you still have options. So yep. it wouldn't be like if the Phillies were in it and you're trotting – Connor Brogdon out there for the fifth inning. And that's <laughs> that'd be you know. pretty rough. But I have I picked the Dodgers in this series, but I could not be rooting for the Giants any more than I am. Because I don't want to root for the Dodgers. I've no, never I've, I've never I've, liked the Dodgers. I, I can't root for the Braves. They're in my division. No. I don't want to root for the Astros because they cheat. And Boston <laughs> wins freaking everything. So why would I ever want to root for Boston? That's so go point. Giants. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that's all I have. I think I think it was game three. Yeah, it was, it was game three, and you you know how much bad I talk about Gabe Kapler. That was pr- one of the best managed games he probably did in his career. Manning managing how to settle down the the Dodgers after winning game two, going with the 
pitching staff that he had. And, I mean, this team just seems to not make sense on paper of why they're in this position. Darren Ruff is their leadoff hitter. I know. That's what I was going to say. He was terrible. He was terrible. As a Philly. He he spent three (laughs) years over in, like, Japan. And now he's come (laughs) and resurrected himself and is a leadoff man. Uh, Resurrect's a good word for a lot of guys in this Giants Oh, yeah, for sure. Buster, Brandon Crawford, uh, Longoria. Uh, a lot of guys having comeback years, and a lot like Lamont Wade, a guy who they like got off waivers or something. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a strange team, but they're they're good, they're legit for sure. Yeah, and I, I think I think they got a good chance to win tonight. Um, if you not having to face Bueller helps, who was great in Game Four, oh, who started fantastic. on short rest. Um, I think they got a good chance. I, I'm with you in terms of who I'm rooting for. I, I'm rooting for them as well. Um, who do who do we realistically have? Winning the World Series right now. Realistically? Yeah. If I had to put money on it, I'd say the Astros. I was thinking the same thing. I was. I would have to say that because right now they look like the team that is has separated themselves from the other pack. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe we'll see the Giants can continue building up and all. But right now, I think the Astros are it. I'm going to pick – well, I mean, we don't have – I don't know if we're picking or not. Hmm. I'm going to say Giants win tonight. They win next round. Astros win, and then hopefully the Giants win the World Series, but yeah, it, it, it'd be tight. I think whoever wins tonight comes out of the NL, and I think it's probably the Astros over the Red Sox. Um, and if the Dodgers win tonight, then I think that they can still be the World Series champions. I think so. But I think if the Giants win, then I've got the Astros. I mean, in the words of Dave Roberts, if you have a – I lost it already. I lost well, well, what did you say? <laughs> I'm... I can't help you out here. I don't know. A pulse. If you have a pulse, ah. you're gonna be every baseball fan's gonna be mm. watching tonight. Yeah, I think it's gonna be some great baseball. I'm calling an extra inning game. That'd be great. I think it's extra innings, and it's gonna suck for those on the East Coast. Yeah, because it's all on the West. If Coast. If it goes to extra innings, I might actually be able to watch tonight. So that'd be nice. I think the Braves are rooting for an extra inning game as well. Yeah, yeah. they definitely <laughs> are. All right, time for winners and losers. Yeah, so I guess gonna, so. We're gonna have to leave soon. All right, I'll go first as I normally do. Uh, I go first because I got to step out. It's wow. real quick. My loser, the St. Louis Cardinals. You fired you fired your manager today. I didn't really get the firing. This is a team that was way over 520 games or so up. Um, and they had into the season winning 18 of their last 20 or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I don't understand. I understand it's a. they said it was a philosophical difference. But, I mean – this team is good. I, I and and he was the right manager for it. Um, I think they did underperform. They did for underperform their to an extent, but I mean the way they re- found themselves and got them into the position to be in the playoffs was something to be proud of. It's up. the winner. ESPN. Great coverage so far of e, uh, of N- of the NHL on uh, ESPN. Something that's new uh, with this year, but I enjoyed the first couple games I saw on ESPN. Um, it's been a pleasure, g- gentlemen. May I just say, I was considering having ESPN as a loser Oh, because they've been so cryptic about this John Gruden stuff. Yeah, that's true. Where they're like, yeah, he was coaching for a while. Then he wasn't coaching and was doing something else for a while. Now he's coaching again. Yep. So, they so were it's like, what, to, what was oh, happening in that time where he was were, sending emails? They were erasing. Oh, he was working for you. They were erasing yep. that because yeah. they didn't want to put their name in it. Well, that's I maybe, wasn't maybe go with your them. winner is NHL on ESPN. 
Yeah. NHL and ESPN. All right. Sorry. My winner is sort of related to yours, John. Yeah. Sort of. My winner is the Seattle Kraken. Oh, very good. Uh, they may have lost their first game. but they won. No, they lost. But that organization is doing everything right, in my mind. The expansion franchise, their uniforms are incredibly nice. Uh, they have an awesome name. John Forsland is their announcer. Uh, I love everything about it so far, and I'm glad that the NHL made the decision to go to Seattle because I think Seattle is deserving of more yep. sports teams. However, tonight, not rooting for the Kraken because they're going against my Nashville Predators. Uh, so Your Nashville Predators. Yeah, they're, Just they're because the NHL. Just because of my yeah. team that he oh, okay. did not know. Huh? I knew they were connected with the Admirals. Yeah. yeah I know what's going on. Uh huh. Big Predators guy. And my loser is NFL kickers. 13 missed PATs, the most in a week in the Super Bowl era, and 25 missed kicks, which is the most in a week since 1987. So pretty pretty impressively terrible stats this week from kickers. Um, okay, my winner is Lamar Jackson. Um, I, I think. I think it kind of like you said earlier, proven a lot of people wrong with his passing ability um, and just a pretty incredible game and then come back on a big stage on Monday night. Um, and again, love for the fantasy points. Um, and then my loser is Andy Haynes, the Brewers hitting coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he, a lot of talk about firing him early in the season. And then, you know, we started playing well and that <laughs> started to tame and now it, you know, all the uh, the bow the bow and arrows are pointed back at him right now. Uh, just a horrible series. I don't think they're gonna do anything with him. I think they'll probably keep him around. Uh, the, the players all seem to say good things about him. I don't know. I feel like for the most part we've been pretty mediocre with him as our hitting coach the last two years. So he's my loser of the week. I and like it. I am sad. I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. I can get you the I am sad uh, poster that the Brewers guy, or not the Brewers guy, who was holding that sign up. It was like a Kansas football yeah, fan or something. something like There's an edit with uh, Bernie Brewer as the, the yeah, face. That's I, what, that's I, what I'm that, thinking I have that saved in my camera. Yeah, you've, you've tweeted that multiple yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next week is fall break. Will you be here on Thursday next week? I believe week? so, yeah. Okay. Well, I think I'm staying the whole break. Okay. John and I definitely will be here. Uh, no no flight back to this- Philly? Nope, not going back. I got to be here for the Admirals game on Friday. So oh, there you go. Uh, thanks for a great show today, Matt. You too, Dan. Thanks I can't. I can't thank John. He's not here. <laughs> All right. Well, two minutes early, but we're going to end it here because Matt and I have places to be, uh, and we will hopefully see you next week here on Down the Line.